You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Greetings, everyone. This is your sister, Audra, and we are here with Community Podcast. Uh, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And today's guest, uh, we go way back. Uh, I've known this guy for decades, um, and he's always been this super-duper cool dude. Uh, The other part of it is he's probably the most iconic, dapper dresser that I know. He and his wife, (laughs) the power couple as it relates to fashion, and um, leading their families. And if you'd be so kind, sir, to say hello and introduce yourself. How you doing, Audra? It's a pleasure to be here with Community. Um, My name is Tim Phelps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just a regular guy, just trying to make a difference in today's world. Okay, okay. Well, I just send greetings to your beautiful wife, uh, Miss Sherelle. Thank you. She told me to tell you hello. Okay, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So we're going to get right into it, bro. So um, when we talk about community, um, and I came up with the premise for this show, um, immediately you came to mind um, because of the things that you do in, in, around the city um, as it relates to bringing people together. And so um, when we talk about community, how do you define community? How do I define community? Mm-hmm. Audra, you know, I define community. I'm, I'm you know, growing up in, the, you know, the, the late 60s, early mm-hmm. 70s, you know, in a black neighborhood, we did everything together. Yes. We, we played marbles. Mm-hmm. We played Foursquare. We did everything. Yes. Community, to me, as far as Detroit goes, community is family. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my mom knew the neighbors down the street. Uh, the neighbors down the street knew my mom. We mm-hmm. knew everybody. Right. I could go over their house. I could be on their porch. Mm-hmm. Community is family. That's what community is supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be about family, whether you're blood related or not. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the times you were friends. Your friends were more closer to you than your actual family were. Right. Because you hung out with them. Yes. So community is family. That's yes. what it's all about. And that's what it's supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can relate that, you know, growing up on Cloverlawn, um, you know, all of the elders watched out for you. So, you know, you had certain times of the day, you know, you weren't supposed to go all the way to the end of the block, you know, and you think you're crafty and you think you're sneaking. Right. You know, so I'm thinking I'm going down to the green strip with the older girls. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to smoke. Right. 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 And so I come out of there. First of all, I, I took a smoke and it I almost thought my chest was going to burn. Right. And so um, I think I'm sneaking. I'm coming back up the block. And when I got to my house, my mom was waiting for me. And she said, uh, oh, so you think you grown, huh? You, you think you smoking. Right. And so what happened was Miss Hawk, who the kids called the Hawk. She she saw me. She got on the horn. She called my mom. And so that's that covering, right? Mm-hmm. That, that familial 
covering. And so um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And this is before cell phones. So oh she, yes, <laughs> she, she didn't have a she didn't have a pager. She right. didn't have a cell phone. She she right. got in touch with your mother. Yes, to let you know what Audra was doing. Yes, yes. You know, and that's what that's what's missing today. Is we we don't uh, whether or not uh, you can't do it because things are are times are different. Mm-hmm. But you you know you see people doing things. You see kids doing things now, and you just let it go mm-hmm. because. You're you're almost afraid to say something to that young person because the mentality is so different now. Mm -hmm. You can't approach people the same way you used to do years ago. Right. You don't know whether or not they're going to get mad, Mm -hmm. you know, start a fight, retaliate. Right. You just don't know. Right. So that's what's missing. We can't. And that's what that's what the community is missing. Mm -hmm. We we, we don't we don't uh, we don't police our own selves anymore. We don't say uh, Miss Butler which is the lady across the street mm-hmm. from me on mm-hmm. Cherry Line. Miss mm-hmm. Butler, she she was what she was upstairs looking out her window. Yes. You know? Yes. So you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and she wasn't afraid to say, Hey, Terry, that's my mom. I call mm-hmm. her Terry. I don't, she <laughs> said, Terry, Tim was down the street doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Right. And we just don't have that anymore. Right. And we need to get back to that for sure. We do. Um, and so, bro, uh, you know, there's several reasons why I was so excited uh, to have you on here. Uh, we're going to segue into uh, the uh, part of the show that I call What Up, Though, right? And so that um, is the segment that allows you to kind of share what you're working on um, and let everybody know, you know, what what kind of things that you're working on here around, you know, Metro Detroit. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I'm involved with right now, and um, it's kind of my pet project, is called uh, CT Bikers. Uh, the CT stands for Cast Tech. Me and Audra, Audra, we met at Cast yes. Tech. We go a long way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to hang with my wife. Yes. You know, <laughs> my wife, you know, we all met at Cast Tech, and that's why I named it CT Bikers because that's a special that's a special part in my in, in time in my life mm-hmm. uh, when we used to roam the halls of CT. Yes. Uh, what CT Bikers is, is I originally, first of all, uh, I have a partner with CT Bikers. His mm-hmm. name is Mark Elsey. Okay. I brought him on uh, to help run the organization with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what CT Bikers is, it's a biking group, but I like to call it a healthy living group. Yes. Because the biking part, it gets people out. It gets people moving, and as we get older, especially uh, my age, I won't tell my age, but I'm I'm, I'm seasoned, <laughs> all right? But as we get older, we need to get moving. We mm-hmm. need to get our bodies moving. We need to breathe fresh air. Mm-hmm. And what biking does is it gets it, it accomplishes both of those feet. You're, you're moving your legs. You're moving your arms. You're getting breath, fresh air, mm-hmm. and, and you're talking to people. You're fellowshipping with others. Mm-hmm. Uh the 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 healthy living part is the CT biker. You don't only have to ride a bike. You could go walking, mm-hmm. or you can go hiking. Whatever it is that gets you moving. Mm-hmm. And when um we we developed the um uh on Facebook, we have a a, a page called mm-hmm. the CT biking group page, and we we have nearly a uh, thousand members, and 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 not all a thousand ride, mm-hmm. but. The, it's not all about riding, like I said. Mm-hmm. You can walk or you can um, 
You can make comments on the page. It's about whatever makes you happy. And it's a quality of life thing. Mm-hmm. If I encourage people to post pictures uh, about if they went on a trip. Because mm-hmm. when you go on a trip, when you go on vacation, you're feeling good. Right. You know, and you're also outdoors most of the time, whether you're going to Hawaii, mm-hmm. whether you're going to Vegas, or whether you're going to Georgia, anywhere. Right. You're out having fun. Mm-hmm. That's the quality of life thing that's making you happy. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people to post about things that make them happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, on the page, I don't allow any negativity. Right. Right. Don't post any negative. If you got something negative to say, it Keep won't. It. First of all, it won't make it on there because I won't allow it to go on there. Because mm-hmm. this is about making people feel good, right? And 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 Tim, you know, as as a member of the group, um, and some health concerns, um, it doesn't allow me to actually be a biker. But I became a, a member of the group early on, and I I feel that energy that comes off the page, the positivity, right? Um, people sharing across the across the nation, you know, they're wearing their CT biker gear. Right. Um, they're sharing pictures of, you know, their vacations and hiking and all that type of thing. And so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to you being able to expand upon that. Yes. Um, and I know, you know, before the show began to record, we kind of talked about uh, some of the ideas that you have as far as expanding that whole lifestyle uh, thing. You know, the the whole the expanding that piece one of the things in addition to the biking part the hiking part the vacation part mm-hmm. that sharing recipes okay okay so the healthy the healthy part the healthiness part is about eating correctly also mm-hmm. so i encourage people if you got a favorite recipe that that did you like to share did you like the group to know about mm-hmm. i encourage them to post about that mm-hmm. so it's just not about Biking, right. you know, biking is just something to draw them in. That was just something I like to do. Mm-hmm. You know, on weekends you go, or during the week, I'm always riding my bike. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's more about the healthy living part that I'm so excited about because people nowadays, they get so, you know, it get, it's, it's just to where people don't express themselves in a way that other people can relate to as far as I'm having fun in life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people say, well, they're scared to do that because they don't want people to think they're bragging about what they're doing Mm -hmm. or whether they went on vacation. Mm -hmm. No, it's not about bragging. It's about letting other people know what's the, what's possible out there. I may be able to go there too. And I need to know what's out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as CT bikers goes, I have this thing I want to work on, I want to bring into the community. Um, I want to partner with block club associations around the city mm-hmm. and um, introduce them to CT bikers, mm-hmm. tell them what we're about, mm-hmm. tell them about we're about riding bikes, we're about walking, mm-hmm. we're about getting our lives together so we can live longer. Yes. And it also will bring the community together. If you join with the black clubs, the black club is like a it's 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 a lifeline in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, they get the newsletter out, mm-hmm. you know, they tell you how much crime is in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I figure if I can partner with them, mm-hmm. they can use their resources to bring everybody together. We can tie it there and we can start a group walk. Yes. We can start a group bike a thon. We mm-hmm. can start moving and then we can get the community talking. We can get to learn the kids' names. Yes. And so all of that is it's just it's it's just it's, it's, it makes me so excited to start <laughs> talking about it because I feel like I, our neighborhoods need that. Mm-hmm. We have drifted so far from where we used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, it, and we need to get that back. We need to get. And it I back. think if we get that back, uh, we we could we could start to move as a people. Mm-hmm. We can start to do more things together. Mm-hmm. We can laugh. Yes. We can talk. Mm-hmm. We can go downtown. We can or we can just stay in our neighborhoods, and then we can build our own neighborhoods mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You know, we can start sweeping the streets more. Yeah. You can talk to people your next door neighbor where you used to couldn't say nothing to him, but now you know him mm-hmm. because you've met up in that group mm-hmm. and you can say, listen, dude, I think we know, let's get out here and let's sweep the street. Yes. Let's, yes. let's, let's clean up a little bit. We can make our neighborhoods look so much better just by talking to each other. And when you talk to people, you can learn, you can learn a lot about them. Right. You can not only, you can't be afraid to talk to people. Right. That's where the healing begins. And so I'm going to, Stick a pin in that right there. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to start right back up, okay? Okay. All righty. Okay, so we're back, and we are here with uh, my fellow cast technician, Tim Phelps, and we were talking about community. And we were talking about the expansion of uh, his the CT Bikers group um, and using uh, the block clubs as a pathway in which to spread, um, you know, this this feeling of connectedness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're currently disconnected, um, and so I want to segue um, into another um, portion of the show, um, and I want to talk about spirituality. Um, you know, we, we, we follow each other closely on Facebook and I see, um, how much of a family man you are, um, and you are, um, you know, you have two, uh, dynamic, uh, young people, uh, a, a daughter and a son, um, and you also are involved in your church. And when we talked to, um, last week or so, you were telling me about a mentoring program. Right. And uh, so I want to talk about your spiritual walk as a black man, right? Okay. All and right. And then your mentoring that you do at your church. Okay. okay. My, my spiritual walk, it began, I would say, probably uh, 2005 when I joined my church. Mm-hmm. Now, let's let's go back a little bit. My wife, we go, our church is a New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in Southfield. Mm-hmm. Now, she's she had started going to the church around 89, 90. Mm-hmm. And we got married 92, mm. all right? So I started going to the church, but I was one of those guys who went every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I would come, and my pastor, he mentioned to me one day after we Later on in years, after we got cool, he said, man, he said, I would see this guy come to church. He said he was clean. He <laughs> said he was clean as a pen. But sometimes I see him come to church and then I wouldn't see him for about a month or two later. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, what, what happened to that guy? And then I would come back. So I finally got, got together. Did I start coming more and more and regular? And I joined the church in 2000. I became an official member. Mm-hmm. And now... Growing up as a youngster, we went to church, but, you know, a lot of families, you know, you go to church, you know, Easter mm-hmm. and a few other big days <laughs> you go to thanks you go to church. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we, you know, we didn't go to church a lot. So mm-hmm. I wasn't versed in how the church thing went, mm-hmm. but I got into church and, um, 
you know, 2005 I joined, and mm. uh, the, the way I remember that day vividly. Really? Uh, I'm sitting in church with my kids and my uh, wife, and this this time I happened to be a row behind them, and they were in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so when they opened the doors to the ch- open up the doors of the church mm-hmm. for new members to come join, all of a sudden that was my time. Mm. I walked and I walked past them, mm. and they saw me walk past them, and then. My wife instantly sent my son and my daughter, and they were young. They had to be about maybe six and, you know, three or something like that. She sent them out right behind me. So when I looked behind me, they were walking behind me. Mm. And so we all, all three of us walked up there and we joined the church the same day. And um, so I've been a part of my church tight since then. I've been... uh, um, when I'm on the right now, I'm on the leadership committee. We call it the uh, men's leadership team, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about. Uh, it, it was about four guys. It was me and three other guys that the pastor trusted mm-hmm. to kind of. I wouldn't say set policy, but it's kind of like setting policy events. We run everything from Men's Day to um, Men's Walk. All our Men's Day events come through the leadership team. Mm-hmm. And now we've expanded it because they were working us deaf. <laughs> we've expanded it to like, you know, 12, 12 guys. Mm-hmm. And um, so my journey at church is one of, it's, 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 it's coming full circle to where I, I started off at the bottom where I didn't know much about the church. Now I know everything about our church. Mm-hmm. And I love serving the Lord. Yes. Um, some of the things I have to, I'm on the leadership team. I was one of the first guys in our, in our uh, health and healing ministry. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm in the parking, our, our security, a parking lot team mm-hmm. where I'm on the fourth week team. You know, we mm-hmm. secure the church. We um, walk around. We make sure the cars are, are safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like being at the front door. I'm a welcoming person. Yeah. So I, I hold the door for everybody, yeah. you know, and, um, also, we have our Boys and Men Mentoring Program. Mm-hmm. The Boys and Men Mentoring Program, it's for boys, young young boys from anywhere from about, I would say, 7 to 18. Okay. And what we do is we have different mentors come in for about a two-month, two-and-a-half-month period where we teach every everything from, uh, uh, I taught a class recently about two weeks ago on hygiene and grooming. Mm-hmm. And I also taught the young fellas how to tie a tie and tie a bow tie. Now, some of them got it and some of them didn't. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back and we're going to keep working on that. And we have a financial class. We have somebody come in and talk to my financial business Mm -hmm. and also about uh, getting in trouble. Mm. We we, we, we had an outing where we took the young fellas to the Detroit jail, to some of the um, police precincts and saw people incarcerated. Mm -hmm. And and that got their attention. Mm -hmm. So the mentoring program, and then at the end of the year, we have a big uh, celebration. They have uh, coming out of parties. So it's almost like a fraternity where they have a a step routine that they do. Okay. And um, my son, my son Dylan, Mm -hmm. he went through the program. He was in the program from like age eight until he was 18. Mm Mm-hmm. And um and so it's it's needed. Yes. Yes, it's really needed. Mm-hmm. The boys need it and they love it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't always get it sometime, but once they come out of that program at eighteen, 
they get it. Yeah, yeah. And the results, um, you know, that I've seen in, in Dylan, um, you know, at one point he was serving, was was he serving with you as a deacon? Yeah, you know, actually, actually, I'm not a deacon. Okay. Everybody called me a deacon. <laughs> but you look like one. Actually, last year, we, uh, it was a pleasure of mine. They asked uh, if me and Dylan would be the ch- um, the host of uh, of our men's day. Oh wow! So, uh, the the okay. uh, what do they call it? The um, chairperson, not the chairperson, but the... we're the master ceremony. Okay, yes. So we were the master ceremony. So we were the first son and uh, father and son team to do that to share those duties. Okay, and it was it was really. Man, it, I was so proud to be up there with my son mm-hmm. in front of the congregation, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then the boys and men, they have a performance where they come in and they do they uh they uh do their step show for the for the congregation mm-hmm. and they recite they recite their affirmation uh um uh, um uh, uh, king among kings. I'm yeah. a, and they do all of that and it's it's just powerful. Mm-hmm. And he was in that group and when he was up on that on the on the stage on the podium in front of everybody and he he introduced them in and he said I was there I was with them for 10 10 12 years mm-hmm. so I know what they're going through and so it it was just great yeah and the photographs yeah. you know that you shared uh you know just tattooed on my heart because just to see you know I can imagine the emotion Right. For you to be up there with your son. Yeah. It was big time. Yeah. It, was, it was, you know, when I think about, you know, I'm an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting choked up now. When I think about my kids, uh, I, that you know, my wife, yeah. you know, I've been with my wife uh, since 19. We started dating probably the end of her senior year, which was about 83. And, and, and so we've been together since. And I remember you your inquiries about her you do you. my former best friend uh-huh. right? You're right and you would ask yeah. you know what, what's going on with her what's going on with her i remember and you were so earnest and just so open and just to see you guys now it's I been just, a long time and you know what and and let me tell you something audrey as we've been, me and my wife have been married for 27 years. We just celebrated our 27th wedding anniversary, February 1st. But we've been we've been together for probably, ah, uh, shoot, 37 yeah. years, 38 years, yeah. and we have never broken up. You know, it's always been me and her. You, when you, I mean, you had such a maturity. You know, we're in high school, right? And you, the, your inquiry about her and the way you talked about her, you know, you wanted to get to know her. I, I mean, I remember that mm-hmm. from 37 years ago, right. you know, being removed. Right. You know, you weren't asking them, you know, th- this is what something that I witnessed and to see you guys now. Right. Um, and, and, and my sister is just so gorgeous. And you guys really have a beautiful family. And I'm just I'm, I'm well, grateful to witness it. I appreciate you know, Let me let me say something. It's not all peaches and cream. Mm. Every you know, everybody mm-hmm. has problems. Everybody mm-hmm. has arguments from mm-hmm. time. Well, she likes to talk about my driving. I'm sorry. <laughs> she likes to talk about my driving. That's one of the times we argue. <laughs> But uh, but everybody has problems, but right. you work through them. You work through and them. And that's why you're in, that's why, that's why you go to church. Yes. That's why you're in the Lord's, uh, in, in the Lord's word. Mm-hmm. Because when tough times come up, 
when you're arguing, you got to dial it back somehow. Mm -hmm. And you got to say, you know what? Either you say, I'm sorry, or you just go get some personal time and cool off. But you don't. You don't start saying stuff you don't want. You don't really mean, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that's why you're in church. That's, you know, it's, you, you, you learn the word, mm -hmm. but the word helps you in practice. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't learn the word just to just recite scripture. Right. You learn the word just so it's in you. It's a tool. So you yes. can pull it back yeah, up. You can pull it back up, you know, and, and, and get you through those tough times. And so I appreciate you sharing that. Can I say one more thing? Sure. I remember the first time I ever talked to the Lord. Mm. I remember, and I, I remember this so vividly. I'm in the, um, I don't know, I was, I don't know what I was going through, but I'm in the basement. Everybody else is asleep. I'm watching TV. And, um, I, I, pr I prayed and I started talking. I started talking to the Lord. And I remember this. I told my wife because when I came back upstairs, I said, Rail, she was asleep. I said, Rail, Rail. She said, What? Well, I said, I just talked to Jesus. Mm. And she said, What? Well, I said, I talked to Jesus. Mm. And I, I, it wasn't just me praying. I felt like I had a conversation yes. with him. And I, and I, People say, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. And I don't care. You know, that's up to them with, with believing that. But I know what I know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know I talked to him. Right. And he talked to me. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget that. Amen. Amen. And thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, the transparency in sharing, um, I call that the, the your well experience, right? It's just you and the Lord, right? No, nobody else. Just right. you and the Lord. And having that understanding meeting you where you were at mm -hmm. the time. And so I appreciate you more than you know, bro, for sharing that. That's powerful. It's powerful. You know, uh, as a black man, you need to be able to talk about that because, you know, being tough, everybody wants to be a tough guy. Mm. You know, I'm not, I ain't never been a tough guy. You know, I grew up, my mom was dressing me in pink eyes eyes from the sixth grade yeah. on up. So I ain't, I ain't never been a tough guy, mm -hmm. you know. And it's it's important for, for men to understand that you don't have to be tough right. to be a, a man, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. You can go to church. Mm -hmm. You can love your wife. You can love, you can love your kids. Mm -hmm. And you, you don't have to do the tough guy stuff to be a tough guy. Right. You know. To, to, to make it and get the get the work done and right. do the hard work. Right? Exactly. Um, and so I just appreciate you. So we're going to stick another pin mm -hmm. and we're going to take a short break. And uh, we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Okay, you are with Community, and I am here with my cast tech brother, Tim Phelps. And um, Tim, I have this little question that I ask my guests, and it's a nod to the movie Brown Sugar. And I ask, how old were you when you fell? How old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? You know, I, I can I can I can honestly say it's probably two times mm -hmm. I fell in love with Detroit. I fell in love with Detroit when I when I entered Cast Tech mm. because when you you know you know <laughs> I tell people see people who didn't go to they Cast Tech they don't get it you Ooh. know and they. And they always say, oh, people from Cast Tech think this, they think that. But it's special. Yes. It's a special bond. And anybody who's grabbed my son, 
graduated from Cast Tech. My daughter graduated from Cast Tech. Legacy. My wife. Legacy. So they all get it too. Yes. They know. Mm-hmm. And so when I made it to Cast Tech and, 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 and I met all these different people, I'm talking about white. Black, mm-hmm. you know, some Asian. Right. We had a mixture of everything at Cast Tech. Mm-hmm. And when you say, when did you fall in love with Detroit? That was one of the times I fell in love with Detroit because I said, wow, Detroit got all these different people here. Mm-hmm. You know, and we loved each other down at that school. Yes. You know, you had different groups. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, me personally, I didn't have a group. I, I loved, I played, I had, I had fun with everybody. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I just... I just went with everybody. Mm-hmm. But, and then the second time I fell in love with Detroit, I had to leave Detroit. Mm. I went to Jackson State and uh, Jackson State University in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And um, when I left Detroit and went down there, that's when I fell in love with Detroit again yeah. because I realized what kind of special thing I had going on back there. Because when I got to JSU, it was cool. It was Mississippi, you know, mm-hmm. but but see, the blacks down there were different. Yes. You know, the community was different. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that urban feel. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that grit. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that that flavor. Right. You know, and so when I got down there, I realized what I had back home was special. Mm-hmm. And I had to get back home. Amen. And then I went back home. I transferred. <laughs> I came back and up finishing at Eastern Michigan. Okay. And so... I just I said I had to get back home. So that's those were the two times I fell in love with Detroit. When I when I went to Cast Tech and saw all these different people, mm-hmm. all these different beautiful people that right. I really have I have friendships to this day. Yes. From back then. Yeah, you shared a picture. What the forty five what was it, forty five year friendships? Yeah. Um, yeah. So me, Marvin me, Marvin, Marvin Washington. Well, actually, Marvin, I met Marvin back in about 77. Mm-hmm. We played baseball together. Okay. You know, and I ended up playing baseball at Cass, but I've known him for a long time. Then he ended up going to Cass. Mm-hmm. And so him, some other guys, yeah. we just became, our bond is still strong now. Mm-hmm. And we, we hang out now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That that photograph is iconic, right? Yeah. You know, some, you know, husbands and guys doing some wonderful things and, um, you know, I just appreciate you and your enthusiasm that you bring and your openness. I just love you for it. So we're going to segue into another uh, segment here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk about your inspiration. So you get up every day. For the most part, you've been the same dude, laid back, cool, you know, smartly dressed. You got this beautiful smile and this beautiful spirit. What inspires you to get up every day and just keep moving? What inspires me is I don't want to let people down. Mm. I don't want to let my family down. You know, I don't want to let my wife down. I don't want to let my son down. I want to be a role model to him. Mm -hmm. And I want to be, I don't want to let my daughter down because I want her to see what it's like to, 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 to be responsible and to take care take care of a family mm-hmm. because if she doesn't see it in me she ain't gonna know how to identify it later mm. when she's trying to date somebody yes so what inspires me every day mm-hmm. I don't miss a day of work mm. you know I've been I've, I've worked for Ford Motor Company for 29 years and I have never missed a day you know and um I get up every day you know I, I it's like 
when it snows outside, all right? Mm. I get up early in the morning and I shovel the snow because I don't want my wife to come out there and get her feet all messed up in the snow or slip and fall. So mm. I make sure I get that snow shovel. Yes. And I just want to be, that inspiration is just, I want them to see that I'm a godly person. Yes. I want my son, see, no, the thing I know, I know when I'm doing something right mm-hmm. is when my son and my daughter will say something uh, or they'll, they'll they'll pray or they'll say something to me that makes me know they're getting it. Yeah. My daughter, she's, you know, my daughter, <laughs> she, she, you know, she's, she's, my, my son and my daughter yeah. are special. Yeah. My, my daughter, she's, she's one of those types that she has, she's just like me. <laughs> my daughter's just like me. She's left-handed like me. Mm-hmm. She's kind of creative like me. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, she looks like me. Yes. And, um. So when I'm when I when I'm getting up every day and I'm going to work and and I'm and I'm doing things for them I'm trying to make a living for them mm-hmm. that's my inspiration is to not let them down yes. you know and not and then you have friends you have friends and stuff you want to be a good friend you want somebody you know it's you don't want to be looked at as that guy lying. He just, everything he says yeah. is a lie. Right. You don't want to be that you person. You don't want to be you know? that flake, right? You no. Know, you, yeah. you know, so you give your word. Right. And then everybody know you're not going to do what you right. said. Right. You know, who wants exactly. that type of reputation? And you know what? It, like when I'm doing stuff in my church, you know, they mm-hmm. always ask, can you lead this or can you do that? And I always tell my wife. I ain't doing it. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I am not gonna leave nothing. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna suck up the air this week. <laughs> but every time I I I get pulled back in, mm-hmm. and I say I'll I, I'll lead that. I'm gonna be leading our church car wash. I, I you mm-hmm. know I, I led that car wash for like seven years, and uh-huh. then I I turned it over for like three years. So now that person he 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 stepped out. So they had, they needed somebody. So I said I'll run it again. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna I'm gonna be running a car. So I always get sucked in to get it, but you just don't want to be that person that drops the ball, right? You know, right. I don't want them to ever look at Tim Phelps and say, Tim Phelps, he he wasn't he, yeah. he ain't nobody. He yeah. I want them when they say Tim Phelps, I want them to be to look at me and I want them to be proud that they know me. Yeah, you know. Yes, I want my kids to be proud to say that's my dad. Yeah, you know. Yes, solid. Solid dude. Solid dude. I just appreciate you. I do, I do, I do. So we're going to wrap this up, Tim. So a couple things. Um, I know uh, one of your dynamic children um, is an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so if you could just share uh, with what she's working on. And I'm excited because... um, um, coming up, we're going to have her on the show and we're going to talk about her entrepreneurial journey and how did she get to it. But I'd like her dad to just kind of uh, shout her out now and tell the, the audience about what she's working on. OK, my daughter, Hunter Phelps, uh, uh, she's a sophomore at University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. uh, where she she developed her company. It's, um, it's a natural hair care company. Mm-hmm. It's called Terry Lou Naturals. Mm-hmm. And. The, the name Terry Lou is special because Terry is the first name of my mom. Mm. And the Lou part comes from Lucille is Sherelle, her mother's name. So she couldn't, she named it Terry Lou Naturals. Wow, that is so powerful. She created Terry Lou Naturals as a natural hair care product. She was sitting there one day and um, just she's about 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was, tired of always using 
uh, different products and have all these different chemicals in there. Mm -hmm. And and, and she's always been a thoughtful person. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know what? She said, Dad, she said, I'm going to create something that's just all natural. I want something. I want to. I want to grow grow my hair out, mm-hmm. and I want to. I want to create something that's good for the hair, that's good for the skin. Mm-hmm. And there was the birth of Terry Lou Naturals, mm-hmm. and her first product is ironically called Blessed Butter. Nice. Blessed Butter, and it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. She's she's starting it. It's starting to get out there. People are starting to know the name Blessed Butter mm-hmm. and uh, everybody who uses it says it's great, okay. you know, and okay. so I'll let her do more of the explaining and her, her motivation behind it mm-hmm. but it's Terry Lou Naturals. It's mm-hmm. a natural hair care products line mm-hmm. and uh, she, Blessed Butter is her first product and she's mm-hmm. working on uh, additions to that lineup right now. Okay. Yeah. And so is it Terry Lou natural.com is that yes it's, it's it's terrylunaturals.com okay. you can go terrylunaturals.com and you can look up all the reviews that people have given for the product mm-hmm. and uh it has a short bio about her mm-hmm. and um and she tells the story how um she named the product and everything and she says uh, uh, on her jar and it, it names the ingredients mm-hmm. and it says also with terry lou love Nice. And add it into it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so um, if people want to contact you, um, could it be block clubs that want to get involved with the expansion of CT Bikers um, or people who are interested in joining and learning more about it? You also have gear. I am a proud model and proponent of that camo CT yes. uh, jacket, and I get compliments all the time about this jacket. So, well, yeah. I appreciate your, you know, you supporting CT bikers. You know, I um the the design of the CT biker, if for people naturally they can't see it, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it has the letter CT integrated into a bike, and so it's CT bikers, mm-hmm. and people say um. Well, um, well, they say it's Cast Tech bikers. I said I didn't. They say I didn't go to Cast Tech. I said, but you don't have to go to. Mm-hmm. See, Cast Tech is just something near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, uh, they drive Ford cars. All right. Mm-hmm. Not only people who in family of Ford can drive right. a Ford car, right. everybody can drive a Ford. Right. Same thing with CT bikers. Right. You didn't have to go to Cast Tech, but you can come and you can be a part we're an inclusive group we mm-hmm. don't turn around we don't turn away anybody mm-hmm. we're a group that just wants to be a part of the community mm-hmm. we're a group that wants to be healthy mm-hmm. we want to live we i want to live i really want to live forever yes. i know i can't but mm-hmm. I want to live as long as I can and as healthy as I can. Yeah, for sure. And so one thing, um, we're looking to do some mobile uh, podcasts. So I don't know. I know your um, your first ride of the year typically is well attended. Um, you know, maybe we can come out and just do a remote with you guys. That and, sounds good. Yeah, and and let people know what's going on and let people know, um, you know, these block clubs and all. They can right. contact you. So that's a possibility for us to come out and um, do a mobile podcast with you guys. Well, we love like, to have you. Last year, our first ride was around uh, mid to late May. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, me, I can ride in any kind of weather. <laughs> but. When mm-hmm. you when you're the leader of a group, mm-hmm. you don't want to bring people out and it's cold because when it's cold out, 
they don't have a great experience and they level not to come back. Mm-hmm. So we like to make sure the weather is is is, is warm enough. Mm-hmm. It's is more consistently warm. Mm-hmm. And um when we do that, we'll let you know when our first ride is coming up mm-hmm. and maybe you guys can join us. We'd love to have you. Okay. You that know? sounds great. That sounds great. Well bro, my whole heart to yours. I just appreciate you for just a myriad of reasons and I appreciate you for coming and being one of my uh, first guest in this journey on this podcast. I appreciate you and thank you. Well, let me say this, Audra. I appreciate you too. I talk to my wife all the time. We talk about you all. We say, Audra is so nice. We know on 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 face. You know, Facebook is a it's a funny kind of animal. <laughs> you know, it's funny kind of animal. You know, you have people who you know, whether you think so or not, you say, oh, they hating on me. Mm-hmm. Or oh, they doing this, Audra. Audra likes everybody's stuff. You know? <laughs> Audra is that you say Audra's like mine. She likes that. And that's what I like about you, Audra, because you're genuine. You know, people are so they're so hung up on different things nowadays. You know, I, I like to tell people I'm not hung up on anything. I like to spread the love. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to like your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you can like my stuff if you like. And I would hope you like some of the things I post mm-hmm. because it's, if I wouldn't post them if I didn't want, if I didn't feel like I wanted you to know about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to like your stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to get hung up on you didn't like this or you're not friends with her. I'm just going to like it. And you like a lot of stuff, Audra, and you're genuine. And you're that's the kind of person I want to be. I want to be like you, Audra. Wow. I want people to look at me and say and smile. Wow. They ain't gotta say nothing. When you when you have a smile across your face, that says it that says it all. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. Okay. Well, all right, community. Uh, looking forward to next time so we can talk about unique unique pathways and common goals. So thank you for listening and see you next time. You're listening to the Detroit is Different podcast network.